one of the saddest things to me to, is to look at our country and see that we rank so low in our overall health. And there's a few things to blame on that. Welcome to Affinity Peak Performance, empowering you to peak in health and energy to fully express what you were created to be. Welcome to Affinity Peak Performance. I want to take this first episode opportunity to introduce myself. I'm Dr. Todd Smith. I'm a chiropractor in Middle Tennessee for the last 25 years. I'm in two counties, Marshall County and Williamson County. And I've been honored and blessed to work with, at this point, tens of thousands of, of people over the years. And so I wanted to share with you my history and background a little bit for new viewers and also to give you an idea of my motivations and my reasoning for putting energy into doing these podcast videos and some things that we have as far as a vision and a mission coming up in the near future too that they'll be linked with as well. So starting out as a child, I had a very strong impression, I believe the creator put on me as a kid, and it was a very strong feeling that I was whatever I was to do when I grew up would be to help people, and I didn't know what that really meant as a kid. But as I went through growing up, I was involved with sports a lot and very interested in how the body performs and the difference in even what you eat can make you feel sluggish later or energetic or all these little changes, little nuance changes I was very interested in, especially from a natural standpoint. I was lucky enough to grow up with a, a loving family and my mother was an RN. And so I got to look at the medical model a lot over the years and uh, highly respect that model and the practitioners within it, especially in the emergency situations. But I did realize as I was growing up, and especially once I get in, I got in, I decided, well, what does it mean to help people? I guess I'll become some type of a doctor. But I realized in that time frame, I was not in love with the model of medicine. And so what I was more in love with was natural approaches, clearing interferences, feeding the body right, training the body right, and then the body performed well and stayed healthy. And so having that little bit of a dichotomy in the mind and seeing that play out in life, as I was deciding within pre-med what direction to go, I had my first very profound chiropractic experiences. And to the, to the fact that it actually changed four things in my health that the traditional medical model never fixed, and including multiple practitioners and specialists and lots of time, energy, and money trying to figure those things out. But all four of those things healed when I started chiropractic care, and that was the only thing that changed in my life at that time. So that was very profound to me, and it was at the time that I was learning how the nervous system controls and governs all the other systems of the body. It just made more and more sense, became more and more logical as a first approach, not a last approach. Whereas you would expect something, you know, if it's all else is failed, then cut the pieces out, or, you know, a surgical intervention of some sort or a strong chemical intervention of some sort. So the more sense that made, especially coupled with the experiences that I had, and I decided right then and there, that's the kind of doctor I want to become. And so I did. And so the, the beauty of that was... Over the years, the 25 years, I've, I've been able to be firsthand involved, hopefully as a good coach, to help people learn some of these sometimes new things and new ways of looking at what is health and achieve those things and watch their life trajectory change oftentimes very radically in a, in a positive direction and have better decision making based on being empowered with information and also being better governors of their own health and their own bodies and their own minds and, and spiritual. 
So that's pretty exciting to me to be able to do that day in, day out. I get pumped for that. And I feel very honored with all the families that I've been able to serve over the years. I feel like <laughs> I've gotten to watch the kids grow up and now get married and have kids of their own. It's been, it's, it's aging me, but it's, it's fun to watch. I feel a, a bit of a extended family to them. That's been a, been a fun blessing. So, but I noticed another thing too, when I was in grad school. So the other thing I noticed was there was a lot of docs that came out that were highly educated, very skillful, very knowledgeable at what they did. But where the, where the populace was at the time, from years, decades of conditioning to one model of what they thought was healthcare, which is really boils down to sickness management, the difference that I saw was true healthcare is your body's ability to adapt. The higher adaptability, both spiritually, mentally, and physically, the higher level of health you get to express and enjoy day and day out. And sickness management is more about managing the symptoms until the disease progresses and then you end up end up dying. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But it was more about managing sickness than it was about promoting true health or vibrant health. And so as time has gone on, especially in the last few years, I think as a population, we've seen more and more evidence of this. It's coming to light. And thankfully, some of the newest technologies that are emerging with regard to to selective DNA and genomic, epigenomic gearing is more about going to the source of things at the cellular level and altering their expression and adaptability. So it's exciting to see that model starting to change with the latest anti-aging and anti-dementia work that's being done. But with regard to what's always been true is, is clearing this, the interferences to the nervous system and so that the nervous system can run at its highest level, coordinating all the other systems, and then feeding the body right, resting the body right, and exercising the body right, keeping the mind healthy and its thoughts. So that's been the work for 25 years. That will always be the work that will continue forward, even being coupled with some of this newer, newer medical approaches with the, with the, at the cellular level. So that's an exciting time that we're living in. I think it's, I think it's a great time also that the information age has caught up with allowing some of these truths to express more fully and more readily and across the board. So people hopefully are becoming more empowered, which has always been our goal is to empower people with truth and knowledge and then apply it so they can feel it and, and feel it firsthand and understand what it feels, the difference of being adjusted and not adjusted, the difference of eating clean and not eating clean, those kind of things. That's always been our goal and will always be our goal all the way through. That that won't change. But it's nice to see that coupling with some of the newer emerging models within medicine that are being finally diverging from the old model that has a lot of feelings. I mean, one of the saddest things to me to, is to look at our country and see that we rank so low in our overall health. And there's a few things to blame on that. What we allow in our food supply, I think, is appalling, especially compared to what they don't allow over in Europe. And that's been true for a long time. You know, if we really care about our people in our country, that's a, that's a pretty sorry evidence that maybe we don't as much as we should. That's just one category. The toxins and the pollutions and the chemicals is another. And just, again, sickness management. So it's just a wrong model. It's in the wrong order, if you will in my opinion. So I feel that this is a, an exciting time to create a podcast, to equip with 
My goal with that is to have experts in the field with everything wellness-oriented under one roof on each category of subject matter and have the experts come and interview them in their perspective arenas and hopefully bring to you some of the latest information available and then also provide resources that should you be interested in that category to be able to dive in deeper and learn more. And the whole goal of it is really to, to empower each individual to make the best and become, again, the CEO of their own health care, of their own health, their own future, by having better information, truer information, and then being able to feel that in, in their health care. And so not only for themselves, but also for their families, and, and, and an expansion of that then becoming a community that is healthier, and then overall, again, raising the bar for our country and getting our country healthy and strong again, because it's, it's rating pretty low in those categories, surprisingly, for such a strong, resourceful country. So that's something that's been on my heart for years. That's finally come to a place where we can put these things together more readily and, and hopefully be good coaches. That's my intention is just to be a good coach. You know, if you look at the word doctor, originally it was from doctrine which means to teach or be a teacher. And really that should be our jobs, not to be a big ego on a pedestal because <laughs> we went through all this schooling, but really it's to race out in front, gather as much proper information, decipher that information, make it digestible, and then bring it back to those that we serve so it can make sense. And then each individual being empowered to make their best decisions and have options within those decisions. So that's what we've always tried to do try to do clinically over the years. I think we've, I think those that we served and the numbers that we've served over the years is a reflection of that we have accomplished that as a goal. And also another reason it's named affinity peak performance is affinity, meaning the things that we all naturally have an affinity towards as a human being, you know, to feel love, to be validated. It's just a few examples of the things that we naturally have an affinity towards to be vibrant, to be healthy to be accomplished in whatever it is that we're designed to do. All of these things that become inherent or natural to being human is what we try to feed. And I think the, the years have shown that because that's always been our focus, that it's reflected in the patronage and the referral rate and you know the families that bring in their children to be checked and their coworkers and, and whatnot. So that's very rewarding and gratifying and, and grateful for that because it's it shows that all those days that we that we put those efforts in are being well received. And so my one of my ways to pay back to say thank you to all the support over the years for for our clinics and our and our efforts is to make it an extra effort and coordinate interviewees and information and and hopefully be a good resource for you to add to some of your favorite podcasts or information sources. And if, if that's true, we feel honored to do that. So that's kind of the, the why behind why we're doing these podcasts and video, and video logs. If you like what you see in the upcoming episodes, we sure would appreciate it if you share it with friends and family members with the same intention. It's just to have them have one more good resource, uh, maybe a fresh perspective. Sometimes it's just a matter of hearing something slightly a different way, and it really resonates with someone. Or it's enough to cause a positive paradigm shift in the right direction. Another thing of, that we've always had as a goal with things that we share informationally or in through the clinic 
two is we've really focused on trying to meet each person where they're at, meaning people grow up with different filters with regard to what they've been taught or what they've been exposed to, what they've seen firsthand. And so sometimes, even though you share a truth with them, it's hard to accept or resonate with them because they have all this other either misinformation or other things in place that cloud that reception. So what we try to do is meet each person where they're at and find out what is what is their motivations for being there. What do they want to see happen? What do they what results do they want? What long-term and short-term goals do they have? And try to meet them there. And then within that, go, okay, so if these are the goals and these are the directions that you want to be, within that, what can we provide at just the right speed, if you will, or acceptance level? that their paradigm can expand a little bit. And as their paradigm expands, they can receive more truth, more information, and make even better decisions. And as they make those decisions and make those changes in their healthcare and their practices, they get healthier and more energetic and more vibrant. And as that happens, guess what? They can expand a little bit more and accept a little bit more of these truths that have always been there. So that is really the juice of the exciting part of what we get to do over the years is to watch someone expand and grow in their knowledge base, in their day in, day out, how they feel and perform, and and watch that translate into how they interact with their family members, how they interact at work, how they interact on their off time with their hobbies and the fun stuff they get to do in life. To watch that spill over in all those arenas, to me, is just it's the juice in life. It's really fun. So that's another reason behind the efforts that we put in both at the clinic and, and also with things that we produce like this. So another neat thing that we try to do I don't, uh, that I saw failing in a lot of clinics around the country, both medical and chiropractic and DO, different clinics, health clinics, is that this old model of too much separation of the old model of, I hate to say it, but you know, I went to all this school, I, you know, I'm a doctor and this is my little bit of ego that comes with that. And, and it, it caused separation in my mind to the client or the, or the patient. And so where we have this intimate relationship, it should be so much more about wanting to be a good coach and a good guide and a good resource to deliver the purest level of health care, in my opinion. When it gets about these other categories of things in life, I think it really distracts from the real goal, which is to teach and to help and to guide. So everything we try to design within our clinics also is based on that idea, meaning it's an open environment. Uh, it's not a closed window environment or you know, you, everything's guided and friendly and received and, and not separated both physically, verbally, non-verbally, very transparent, very open, very honest, very direct. But again, at the speed that the person desires, because we're not there to overfeed and, and spend energy in directions that someone really doesn't have an interest in. Some folks come in and they just want to get out of pain temporarily and they wait for they get in pain again. Some folks realize there's a bigger story to the picture and there's structural reasons or functional reasons or old injuries that play a role in current things being repetitive. And if we can reverse engineer those things, then they have a greater prognosis outcome down the road and, and see bigger changes overall 
that maybe hasn't been done for years. So there's multiple levels of where someone's at and where they want to go. But our job is to just find that out with them and be a good guide, be a good coach. So that's our goals with all of this. That's our intention with all of this. The vision part of what I want to get into next is kind of what Affinity Peak Performance is and what it will become. So the clinics that I've built and run over the years and the doctors that I've trained through practice management consulting was always about building strong community clinics, communicating what we do well at a higher level with some of those principles in, in place that we talked about a minute ago. But the affinity peak potential was at the same time when I was in grad school, I had a very high definition vision. I, I'm no profit by any means, but I did have a very high definition vision that I didn't make a whole lot of sense out of at the time because it was so overwhelming. But the few times that I've had downloads or visions like that, I believe from God, it has not happened yet where it didn't come to that exact detail in manifestation in real life. So that's pretty exciting and neat, but it's also sometimes a little overwhelming because you're like, wow, that's a lot to live up to and create. But all things are possible with guidance. So there was a high definition download of what is Affinity Peak Performance and what it will become. And a little vision for the future, there will be mega clinics designed that uh, are highly coordinated with all the healthcare practitioners, everything wellness under one roof, including the latest sciences and anti-aging and stem cell and all these different categories of, of intervention at the cellular level, including different technologies at the cellular level that, that heal the body from the inside out. The highest level of technologies, the highest level of practitioners being highly coordinated for each individual. Now, the, each individual, as they enter the system, it's a living, breathing, 24-7 idea where you can plug into the system or the clinic from home, online, to learn and have resources available. You can go to the physical place, which is a, a whole different experience that I have not seen designed yet. And I'm not going to let all the cats out of the bag because I'd, I'd like for you to see it when it's built. But it's everything from the state change that you go through once you're in the environment, that you know you're in a healing environment, everything from the scent in the air to the way you're greeted and directed to the visual beauty of the center, to the community seminars that are going on with experts in their field just to have information available, cutting-edge information to the population, each niche category of services that you can be involved with, it's more of a journey-based system. So maybe you start with the system here and your net goal is here next year and you get there. And now you want to focus on this category, whether it be a newfound desire to lose weight or get fit or a newfound desire to eat cleaner or a newfound desire to garden to table at, for the family and for the home to learn those techniques, the best practices, the gold standards of all those practices. So it's to bring all of these resources that are wellness-driven under the umbrella of wellness and health promotion of peak performance, whether it be spiritual counseling, whether it be old traumas being cleared, whether it be family communicative dynamics, psychological communicative dynamics to improve the health of dynamics at home, whether it be athletic performance peak designed programs. 
So how, wherever someone enters the system based on what their desires are at their current understanding and acceptance level and their goals is to, is to help them along to get to those goals. But like I said, it's journey-based. So over time, those goals expand, their abilities expand, their health expands, their energy expands, all these things expand. And then next thing you know, they have a next set of goals. So that's the fun part to me, that it's a life journey-based system. It is highly coordinated, which the old model is you go here for this service or here for that service or here, you know, it doesn't work so well. A lot of things are missed and there's a lot of redundancies and a lot of extra expenses that don't need to be. So that in a nutshell, very small nutshell of a very large project that's been going on for 25 years now has gotten very close to manifestation. So I look forward to sharing that in high detail and in person with when those are being built. So that's next on the vision and the, it's all part of building back the kingdom for our country, starting with the family kingdom and then the community kingdom and then the nation kingdom as an overall goal. So I know there's some movements that exist right now in the country that are also on page with this concept, whether it be rebuilding families, one family at a time, building their businesses stronger with better practices, more integrity, more accountability, both in the house and outside of the house. And so I resonate with those other entities that exist. I think it's very synergistic within those efforts because the desire and the love for the country is strong and great. And we just want to see it become as healthy as it has the potential to be and as strong as it has the potential to be. So that's it. That's why that's episode one. So I just wanted to share with you the, uh, the background a bit, where I come from, my intentions, and in the things that get me excited about what I get to do every day. So we're going to have a lot more fun on these next episodes that we do with regard to some of the interviewees. And we have a whole section of them coming up this month, and we'll do another section of them next month, and then they should be ready to be launched here soon. So, okay. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.